Okay, here's here's a good one. Mm-hmm. Do companies have a responsibility to their customers? What kind of question is that? Well, kind of our Adobe question outside. Okay. You know. Do companies have a responsibility to their customers? Yeah. Isn't that kind of disingenuous to say? Why? Why? Well, I mean, I guess, all right, let's, let me back that up and just say we, that's too, it's a little too broad of a, of a query. Okay. Do uh, do they have a responsibility not to screw over their customers? All right. Now I'm, I'm going to be kind of a hard ass Mm -hmm. with you right now, because it'll be more interesting. Um, and I have other examples. No, I, let's know. let's get there. So so what I'm first. The, so you you ask me that question. The yeah. first thing that comes to my mind is okay. We need we need to be a little bit more specific. Okay. Now I know from our previous conversations in the past, which is redundant, uh, <laughs> that we're probably talking about technology companies, and they're good examples because they move fast. Mm-hmm. So sure. So so again like. I I basically, in order for for me to really get my head around that kind of an argument, that kind of a discussion, I think some of the uh, some of the boundaries need to be established. Okay. So, what kind of company are we talking about here? Um, what is this? Do you want to pick an actual company yeah, or a okay. theoretical well, company? Well, let's pick an actual company. Let's okay. let's discuss the Adobe issue. Okay, Adobe, okay. got it. So, uh, I am a in most ways a large great fan of Adobe's work. Okay. I use Photoshop all the time. I use Lightroom all the time. I used to use Flash constantly. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with them as a company overall. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of built-in obsolescence for the sake of built-in obsolescence. I I mean, when you say that, that's to me. That's I mean, yeah. That's I could I can't disagree with you because that that's like saying. Uh, I wish I could come up with a really good one. Uh, I don't have anything prepared, but there, there. That's just that that that's not a great. I don't think that's the greatest point of view. Um, oh man, I got to come up with one now. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like saying um, I don't like traffic lights that are there for the sake of traffic lights. You know, um, it, it it the reason it's there's a reason why that stuff is there. I mean that that. This built-in obsolescence that you're that you're talking about, which yes. I'm not entirely acknowledging, uh, it, it's there for a reason. Wait, to make money for Adobe or in general, it's there for a reason. Uh, I, I have no problem with progress. Okay. Don't get me wrong; I'm right. all for them adding, say, new features. Right. You know. Okay. My problem with that the specific problem with Lightroom not actually showing its all his new features in a, a version of Photoshop that they sold three months ago. Right. Yeah. I, I have a slight problem with that because there's no reason why they couldn't do it. They just chose not to. You yeah. Know? I, I hear what you're saying, but I can't hundred percent agree with and you. And somebody who is not as technically inclined as me mm-hmm. would think, Oh man, I guess I have to buy this $600 piece of software in order to make this work, even though I just spent $300 on this other piece of software. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, that we, kind of stuff. I, yeah, I get it. I, I, I guess for me, I, 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 I guess I must have um, a little bit more uh, of an understanding of how 
that business works um, fr- from from a bigger picture point of view. And because because it makes sense to me, because I understand the the, the mechanics of the business. Um, while I can I can I, I can agree with you, there are definitely Wait, some mechanics of this business being. Oh, we have to put out a new version every few years, and we won't survive unless we make people buy the new version. Is that sure, what you're saying? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Long story short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm down with that. I get that. Um, I understand that, and you know that's that's the choice. You know that's that's the choice that they made, and that's you know you can't you can't expect it to be perfect. And if if you found if there's something about their tool or their tech, you know their style or whatever you want to call it, that that solves a problem that you have, then then you have to kind of, you know, that that's sort of the way it right. it works. You know, well, I mean, for them specifically, it's difficult because they are there. Really, is no other option for a lot of this stuff. You know, what else are you going to use to edit photos? Uh, the gimp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. My point. You laugh. You laugh. But there are people out there who are more passionate and even more opinionated and pissed off than you are, who feel that way and actually do that. Yes. And they do probably don't work professionally very much. I probably would agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. But my point is, um, you need to, you know, you need to understand what, what, for me anyway, once, once you understand how it works, um, it makes it a little less, I don't know. It's, it's, it does. I, I get less frustrated. I mean, um, I understand how it works. I've, you know, worked at software companies, but I just, I just think that if you're going to stand up and say, we're doing all of this so that you can be creative and make whatever, then don't nickel and dime me, you know? I guess so. I, I think my, my issue with, with that point of view in this particular context is it has to do with the size. It's a size issue. Uh, Adobe is a giant-ass company. Very large a company. Very large company. The products that you're talking about, Photoshop. Dude, Photoshop is their arguably their flagship product. Yes. Their oldest product. Like the yes. signature product, you know, Adobe Photoshop. That was the right. first one. I hate, um, by the way, when people refer to Photoshop as Adobe. You ever have those people? Yes. Oh, God, that drives me nuts. Oh, man. Well, what about your internet? Is your internet working, dude? <sighs> it's so frustrating. Are you sure you want to delete the internet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, genius. Boy. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so... Adobe's a big company. It's huge. And, yes, of course. And let's, let's factor in... What we know, I mean, I, I've I've also had a, a fair amount of experience working in the the business, so to speak, uh, and I know that making software is way more involved than a lot of folks initially think, and there's a ton of crap that goes into the the how and the why. The you know the why did they decide to do this and who who changed this and this was fine before but now they broke it and and all that stuff. No, I understand. So I know you do. I know. But so what I'm saying is that's the stuff at the end of the day it it all kind of it's what fascinates me is is I'm curious and you can almost make an analogy to to government if you think about it. Um so it's safe to say that there are probably a handful let, let's 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 just make some assumptions here. Let's assume Let's say that there are a hundred. If you were to like, you know how like in the about screen and you go get the credits and crap. Sure. There's, we'll say that there's a hundred people who contributed to the product that we know as Adobe Photoshop, right? A hundred yeah. people get credit for writing that stuff. Now, one guy might have only written this one little routine that does this one little thing, like that one new feature. He's the guy who figured out the the warp mesh liquify yep. tool, you know, yep. and that's just a single plugin or whatever. But then there's another guy whose name is on there who might be responsible for like 
like layers or something or you know much more yes. huge big piece and uh those so so those are the individual coder dudes right um and then they have to report up to you know their higher ups their their team managers or their project managers or whatever and then who it's just someone somewhere up 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 as the you know as the the chain of command uh escalates has to make calls about what features are staying what features are going yes why and what have you and the interesting thing um that comes into play to me anyway the thing that that fascinates me is is is, it it basically becomes like a taste thing like it's like a it's a it's a judgment call so someone someone's basically saying well based on my understanding of the market and whatever numbers or or or, you know figures have been put in front of me i think this is the better way to go because of the for the greater good of the company or the greater good of the product or or whatever we don't know who's making those calls and where they're coming from true but in this particular instance i would hope that it was more of an oversight like wow we never we hadn't thought of that it could be and that's another perfectly legitimate argument right because it's just crazy to me that the user base of cs photoshop cs4 is who knows like 10 million people just as a number cs5 maybe i don't know maybe they sold two hundred thousand copies so far or some crazy thing right who knows you know but they designed the new you'd think that the person doing the export to photoshop thing in lightroom would be like oh most of the people are going to oh well if it's going to cs4 we should have it do it this way like it just sometimes it's just kind of like wow that's this is ass backwards you know because it's not that you can't do it it's just that it doesn't know to do it right you know what i mean which well, and well okay but don't get me wrong i am not like some kind of person that says you know the company has to roll over for example another photo example kodak people are like how dare kodak stop making kodachrome mm-hmm. you know True. or stop making x paper or, or whatnot True. right kodachrome beautiful pictures terrible chemical process i mean these this these chemicals were nasty dude not only that kodachrome they were really expensive was one of the only like film processes that couldn't be done outside of Kodak's supervision. Yes. You had to send Kodachrome to yeah. Kodak to process. Because it was like 16 steps. It was insane. Yeah. No, yeah. A lot of people, you can't take, you take a roll of Kodachrome to Walgreens, what do they do? They send it to freaking Kodak. Yeah. They don't actually yeah. develop that shit yeah. themselves. Yeah. And so, so, I mean, there's there are those things, and then there are the, well, look, if Kodak can't make enough money, they're not selling enough rolls of Kodachrome to make it economically viable for them to make Kodachrome. Yeah. They're going to stop making Kodachrome. Yeah, I you know I have a few rolls of Scala in my in my thing, which is a black and white slide film that Agfa made. Mm-hmm. There's one place in the world that'll still develop it out in California, hmm. and I've got a few rolls, and it's go- it's gorgeous. It it makes me very sad that you can't get this stuff anymore. Hmm. But I realize that if there's only you know five thousand people in the world who are still using this film because everyone moved to digital or you know what I mean no one shoots black and white slide film or whatnot right I completely understand all right yeah you got to get rid of that product and I'm not like how dare Kodak or or Agfa for sure. stop doing this you know? sure so it's not that and I don't I don't think that they should roll over backwards I just think when it's like kind of I just feel like there's a limit to the there's a point at which it's you're just kind of screwing somebody you know and I think making people think that they need to upgrade to use a feature in, in, you know, Lightroom and Photoshop work together and Lightroom does all this great new features, but they make you think that you can't use any of those new features unless you buy Photoshop 5, which 
is not true. Yeah. That's lame to me. I, and here's another thing we should also take into consideration. <clears throat> I, I think some of the, uh, some of the, they say stuff that you're talking about. Some of, some of the, um, the, the, the PR, I guess you could call it. Some sure. you know, the, the, when you go to adobe.com and you start browsing, the I, engineers are not writing that stuff. Well, I, I, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a guess and assume that the, the target audience for that stuff are new users. I, I mean, I know you, that you're sounds talking about the marketing material, the target, the market, the target material, the marketing material is targeted towards new people. Is right. What you're saying. And, and here's, and this actually brings into an, another, this is an interesting thing that I've thought about and I've never really talked about. So maybe you have some insight on this. So, um, uh, you see this in television, uh, radio, uh, like let's talk about radio for a second. Sure. We're, we're, we're talk, sitting here talking to microphones. Yes. Um, it's safe to say that at any moment in time, someone is tuning in to a, a particular radio program, you know, uh, let's say it's a talk show sure. for the first time. Okay. Um, and, and that, that's really cool. So there's someone who, who out there who has never, ever heard this thing and is now experiencing it for the first time. Okay. And that happens all the time. Yes. We have no way of, of predicting or calculating how, how that happens. Yep. And so that little first time factor um, gets – the way that gets sort of represented is repetition. You know, station identification, constantly reinforcing, you know, introducing yourself and and the name of the show and playing the same jingle and all, you know, all that stuff. That's it's mostly for the benefit, I think. It's a twofold benefit. First, first of it, obviously, it's for the first time folks so that they know who the hell you're listening to. And then the second time is for the people who are habitual, you know, regulars to reinforce that, to to sort of, you know, reinforce that brand or, or whatever you want to call it. Sure. So. Now that we've we've introduced this this element this this first time thing, you gotta you gotta assume that 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 factor that thing happens all the time in all kinds of places like software. So so it's like, I, I mean, to me and you, we, you and I have been so familiarized. We are so comfortable. Yeah. We're such long time using users Photoshop with, with since nineteen ninety five. Right, right. So so long that the concept of of someone who hasn't heard of photoshop or seen photoshop or used photoshop is is so foreign but that's because we're so damn deep you know we, we've been at it for Absolutely. so long I, I don't know i find that fascinating to me no it is it is fascinating especially with all these new photographers coming in and whatnot absolutely right sure. i mean think about it this way dude let's look at what photoshop is, has become it's become this insanely complex powerful tool tons tons dude i couldn't even tell you i uh, you know what some of the new features are from I stopped paying attention a really long time ago, yeah. a really long time ago. You know, it's amazing to me when I used to do design work, when I used to work in art direction, uh-huh. the tools that I would use are very different than the things that I use as a photographer. Yeah, well, those are two different jobs. I know, but it's amazing. One piece of software, but like, oh, I see I, what you're I, saying. You're I, saying that, yeah. I stayed on two, I got it. almost completely two different sides of the of the piece of software. I, 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 and that's and that's the beauty of Photoshop. That's why, yes. in my opinion, and not not that I'm like an expert or anything like, I've been, you know, paying attention for a pretty long time. I gotta say, Photoshop, Adobe Photoshop is probably if I had to like narrow down all time best, you know, software applications ever written, which is kind of a stupid thing to try and. Sure say oh it's up there it would be on the list man it would be at the very very top of the list you know i remember 
I I follow John Knack's blog. You know this guy? Sure, John Knack. He's, he's sure. the runs the Photoshop. The, he's the, like the technical project manager. Yeah, I think of yeah. Photoshop. Yeah. And um, this was back in right before because I was a beta tester for CS4. And, oh, yeah. and um, right before they were coming out, they announced that it wasn't going to be 64-bit on Mac because Apple had gotten rid of what well, is Coco the new stuff? Go Carbon. So six, they got rid of 64-bit Carbon. Right. And there were all these people talking on the, in the comments, like, I can't believe Adobe didn't foresee this, and how come they haven't been working on this? It's like, guys, it's Photoshop not... is millions of lines of code, <laughs> yeah. and you want them to rewrite Photoshop? Yeah. No. In a matter of months? Are no. you out of your mind? Yeah. Do you have any idea how complex this piece of software <laughs> yeah, is? Exactly. And to have it work with everything it's always worked with and the same file formats, it, yeah. it just amazed me that people would even say, and I wrote something along these lines in the comments and I got an email back from John and he was just like, he's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, but the, you know, one thing I asked him, which was actually kind of interesting to me, I said, what is the percentage of Photoshop sales Mac to PC? Oh yeah. What did he say? 50-50, right? 70% Windows, oh. 30% Mac, oh, that, which I was actually rather surprised no, at. I mean, sense. I know there are a lot more PCs in the world, but at the same time, it's like most of the people who generally use Photoshop seem to be on Macs, you know. You, so. you would think, you know. You like think. If, what, what's interesting to me interesting. is that that same breakdown, that 70-30, is much closer to the actual real-world statistics of of you know, computer users of, of in America, maybe. Yeah. 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 I, sure. I'm going to base it on that, which, which is another figure that's not really well, well acknowledged uh, because a lot of times people just focus on quarterly units sold, um, you know, so you're from saying a, Mac people keep their computers longer, way longer. Yeah. And, and they, and they, and they have more of them as well. It's, I think if, it's safe to say that Macintosh people tend to hold on to them and add them, you know, they tend, you know, the average sure. Mac user will have like 1.5 computers versus, sure. you know, 0.75 on the windows side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if they, if you can have less than one whole computer, I, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so, um, so in reality, there are actually a lot more Macintoshes out there than the marketing, you know, than, than the hype machine properly acknowledges. Yeah, well, okay. Well, if you're going to go there, th- th- there's a good example. Another thing about our companies being whatever mm. is, you know, the the whole Apple market capitalization thing, right? Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that, like, it's funny that this company that doesn't actually sell that much stuff and has a much lower savings thing and uh, they, they have less money in the bank, they make a lot less like much lower revenue and like one half of the profits of something like Microsoft is considered by investors to be a higher stock thing. Right. So less money than who Microsoft, their revenue is about twice what Apple is. Their profits are three times what Apple is in the end. Right. Uh, And they have like 70% more money in the bank. Really? Cash on hand. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Apple's got massive, of all of those things, but Microsoft's even bigger. You know sure. what I mean? Cause sure. Um, but Apple still kind of acts as if they're some sort of like punky kid on the block who can do whatever they want. Even though it's like, you guys now run a lot of these, you guys are the man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. you, you can no longer act as if you're a rebel. You know, so, somebody, yeah, somebody made a comment. They said, you know, you, Steve, you always quote, uh, uh Bob Dylan, you know, uh, these times they're changing, all this kind of stuff. He goes, do you really think that if you went and talked to Bob Dylan in 1965, 
that he would think that anything that you're doing right now has anything to do with what he was talking about. Yeah. I you know, see, I guess. so it's sort of like this whole thing where it's like, okay, you guys are grown ups now. You're not, you're not the new kid on the block. No, it's true. You are the man. You are the guy up on the screen in the Apple, in the, you know, 1984 commercial. Even, even more so. Yeah. I guess it, it's funny for me. Uh, full disclosure. I worked for Apple for yeah. a, a period of time. Um, which, you know, which wasn't neither here nor there, but I, I guess I'm a little bit more familiar with how the company works uh, than the average person. Um, and something I knew both going in and, you know, it was sort of reaffirmed once I was there was, was yeah, man, Apple, Apple's really, it's a strict company, man. I mean, yeah. they have... They're draconian. They have some very, you know, hard and fast rules that uh, that are set and, and they, they stick to them. And in a lot of ways, it works. I mean, I it's funny. Although, although, do you think it will work when Steve inevitably leaves at some point? That's a really good question. I really think that he may be the 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 magical linchpin yeah. that holds it all yeah, together. I mean, like yeah. oh, Johnny Ive and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, okay, you have a lot of bright people, but everyone has a lot of bright people. Google has more PhDs than God. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's true. so. You know, you don't think that all these other companies have smart designers and smart people? You know, of course they do. Yeah, I don't know. It it, it really does boil down to the to the what you're doing, not the you know what I'm saying. Like to the oh to, sure sure. But I, I just I just think it's interesting that you know they they put out good stuff, and I have no problem with. It. Look, I have a MacBook sitting here. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's I think it's interesting when people think it's I think it's more him than a lot of people give it credit for. I I no, I couldn't disagree with you there. I mean, he's. In an almost scary way. He's, yeah, dude. I mean, I've heard stories from friends who are still there and who, you know, who were um, at the company when I was there um, about, um, about him. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want him to be my boss. No, dude. I mean, (laughs) he's, he's unreasonable. But that's, that's kind of, he's, he's got, he, he has been sort of, it's, it's, it's actually really, he's a fascinating dude. Um, and I, 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 I'm not going to claim to be any kind of a, an authority on this, but from what I've seen and read and heard, he's definitely one of those dudes that has had that fortune of being in the right place at the right time, as far as like, you know, getting, getting the right breaks and sticking to his, you know, sticking to his original guns and, Never really losing. Oh, I guess I, I. No, it's not even true because he did get screwed a couple times. Oh, he's but been he screwed never, a few times, and but his he never, companies failed a few times. But he's never don't remember them. He's never he he's never compromised. That's the thing. Yeah, but almost to a fault. Agreed. But th- but that that actually is what makes him stronger. You see, when somebody like that commits to whatever it is that they're you know what good or bad i mean i guess you could make a, a an awful analogy to, to someone like adolf hitler you know sure. or any charismatic leader I, I i still think it's weird you know even though we've we've seen footage and heard recordings of adolf hitler that guy seemed really crazy to me man i yeah. mean he was like maybe it's the german language thing cuz hearing people speak in german in general as an american is just a weird it's it's hard for me to get my head around um uh, anyway, that's a different that's a different thing. Well, I mean, the, the it, it, your similarity to Hitler is not a bad one. Just because, like, okay, you know, Apple product announcements, 
people cheer. Yeah, dude. it's like you're che- like they get up there and he's like, "We made forty trillion dollars this quarter," and everyone goes, "Yeah." It's like, why are you cheering yeah. that some guy made forty million dollars off of you? Yeah, well, he took money out of your pocket and you're cheering about it's, it. Well, the, it's the, just it's a cult. No, well, the answer to that there there is a potential. it's a religion. No, the answer is that he might be talking to a bunch of shareholders. Right, but, it is a publicly traded company, and it's entirely possible that some of the cheerers actually are yeah, making money you yeah okay well there's but there's people at microsoft saying. things and google things and every other company that right? do not cheer when when microsoft exactly but that i think there's a twofold thing and it has more to do with like you say steve jobs and right. i think steve jobs could go up there and sell just about anything to right. anyone if phil schiller went up there and started giving the talk people wouldn't cheer as much not as much because he just doesn't have they the probably same. wouldn't cheer at all if it wasn't for the fact that they know that Steve Jobs will hopefully be back next time right it's true no there's definitely something magical I would use the word no, magical he's, he's got a way about he's it. magical in a way that I it's surprising to me that other people don't take a hint you know what I mean I mean he's a good salesman he's a good showman but like there are plenty of good salesmen and showmen in the world mm-hmm. so how come other companies don't look at them and go Wow, we, we should need make one of our, those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or we should make our product introductions more like this. You know, I, I, it's I don't interesting. Think, I, you're right. I don't think that. I don't think that there are companies that 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 aren't going for that. I think it's yeah. he is that rare of a blend, yeah. that yeah. rare of a breed. Although that, su- you know, surprisingly, the Google I/O conference was a few weeks ago, mm. and the guy who I don't know who it was, but the guy who was giving the keynote and when tra- they're talking and about like Android, trashing Apple and stuff. That guy. Yeah, yeah, but. He was doing a pretty good job. Like he he had he had a little he he wasn't Steve Ballmer standing up there. You know, I mean he was yeah. he had a way about him that I was like, all right, you know, good I for you. I didn't see it, I only heard heard he was, about he it. He wasn't bad, you know. Yeah, I mean my hope, my assumption is that, you know, there will be more there will be another, you know, guy like oh. Steve Jobs out there. Yeah, and Steve point. Jobs will lose his mind when somebody else and comes takes his spot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's 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 just weird. I I I don't. It's too unpredictable for me to. Uh, I mean, it's but assume. it's always the case. There, whoever is on top will always be. There will always be a next king. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's 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 interesting stuff, but. Yeah, Apple. It's and it's you know just it's funny how we we talked about these two bigger companies, Apple and Adobe, um, and and I think in a lot of ways they're really similar. You know, they both have similar approaches um and they're both thought they both they both have this similar perception you know people perceive them in a similar way you know like like you say like photoshop it's like well duh you know that that, what else am i going to use you know and the same thing with with ipod you know uh like well what else am i going to you know i mean i i i guess i guess microsoft makes the zune um yep but which actually, which got good reviews, but suddenly just never somehow never got off the ground. I actually have a friend who loves his Zoom, and especially the HD is supposed to have a really great interface. There's that, and then from what I've seen, uh, Microsoft's answer to the uh, iTunes Music Store—I uh, don't know what it's called—is it Rhapsody? I don't know what it is. Well, Rhapsody's the uh, real player one. The, it, it would be the Zoom Pass, you uh-huh. know, where they get to the whatever. Like yeah, you pay you X pay amount of dollars bucks, and get you it put all as much you can money. Eat. Yeah, that's. You got to give them props. That's it's a pretty. Great. That's a pretty cool system. And there are people who, yes, yeah, swear by it. Um, it's just it's just interesting how public. Cons- I mean, white white headphones. You know, sure. white headphones have become. I don't know. Apple. It's it's all very interesting. Yeah. Or you know, even the okay, the new iPhones coming out. Right, it got, yep. to, it got announced. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my god, this display is so amazing. It's high res. It's like, well, 
other phones have had screens that are almost as high res for a year now. Mm-hmm. My Droid has 800 by what you know. It's like yeah, it's pretty... almost the same density, right? And yet, not oh, pe- Apple came out with it. Then it's see, it's high res displays. It's so revolutionary. It's like well, it's not, but somehow that's how it gets portrayed in the press and everywhere else. And it's fascinating. It is. I mean, the, the, what's more fascinating? It's like a big to me sociological experiment is is the history. That's the thing that's really amazing. It's it. Apple has established itself. I mean, and, and kind of, this is going back to my original point about Steve Jobs. Um, he has always stuck to his guns, yeah. you know? And there have been a number of Apple products that did not do so well. Yeah. And services and things. And the Cube, the TV. Yeah, exactly. You One could argue the MacBook Air, which hasn't really gotten updated all that much in four, three years or whatever. It's, it's true. Around. It's true. It's de- Well, it's it's... It's been over a year since its last single profession. button mice, the mighty mouse. Yeah, well, those are those are decisions. I mean, there, there's a point at which, yeah, where it's not like the guy has never made mistakes. He makes mistakes all the time. People no. forget about them quicker. It's funny though, just just to just to you know call back the uh, the uh, this. I don't. You, do you know what Apple's answer to the single button mouse conundrum is or critique is? Uh, no. It, it it's actually the the point that I brought up earlier. The first timer. Uh, Apple's concept, Apple's principle on right. that, their stance is: look, we want to make the computer as accessible and as simple to use as possible. Yeah. If there's only one button, which may have made no sense in 1986, right? I I agree. Right. But there's still someone out there who is as yes. as bizarre as this might sound. There's someone out there who has never sat at a computer, who's yeah. never used. Okay, one. so I'm gonna make the car only go 30 miles an hour because. There's people who are going to be first-time drivers. So what you're saying, having a second mouse button is going to be it makes my makes the car go faster. That doesn't make sense. You don't think that you work faster? Do you have a mouse with a second button? Yeah. And you don't think that being able to right-click gives you all kind speeds you up? It doesn't necessarily speed me up as it as it gives me more to do. I don't think a speed analogy is the right one to make. Efficiency. Uh, efficiency. You maybe. don't think that? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same thing ultimately. Not ultimate. Well, I guess so. Sure. You sure. know. I will spend one hour and fifteen minutes doing this versus an hour and twenty five minutes. But at the same point, let's 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 flip it and and say, you know, I know you know there are people out there who have struggled with the right mouse button. Yes, but I haven't met them in a long, long time. All right, fair enough. I just I I I don't. But see, I think that that's a relief. It's great that you say that that's their reason for it. That's that's their reason. I mean, that's just what but, it is. I'm not making it up. Yeah, but it seems like a very self-serving one. Like, in the same way that it's just like, we're not going to allow Flash on our things because it sucks down better. No, it also makes it easier for you to sell stuff in iTunes so people don't go to Hulu and get the TV. I guess you know what so. I, mean? I know what you mean. I, I just feel like one? I feel like they, they, they come up with reasons that sound very, we're in it for you, when it's really, we're in it to make money for us. Or... At least fifty-fifty on that. I think. I think what you just said there is. is but they the never key. mentioned the. Plus, it makes. I know. I know. You're holding your hands up, like, well, of course they don't know. I understand. <laughs> I understand that, but it's another one of those things where it's like, you're lying to people. Okay. And 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 so so this kind of comes around to the earlier Absolutely. question about lying, and is and you're saying, um, is lying bad? Is that what you're asking me, or is, is you know what? Is it okay for companies to lie? Is that what your original question was? I think that if 
well, I think it's kind of funny that that companies are allowed to lie, but when customers <laughs> lie about stuff, companies get very upset. Um, I guess so. I, I I think that there should be some sort of uh, contract between the two. How about an end user license agreement? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm more of a social contract, right? That like I agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, see, I mean, there's a prime example, right? Exactly. Whoever reads the Eulas. Oh, I read all of that shit, man. Like seriously, I mean, they've no. gotten to the point where you need it's multiple, lo- you know, degrees in law to even understand what the hell it was saying. There's your contract. Yeah. I, I'm, and half of the time they get knocked down in this? court anyway. We're laughing, but that's that's exactly what that shit is, dude. That's right. exactly what that is. That's yeah. your your you've entered this arrangement with the producer of whatever that thing is that you just agreed to, that you know. You, they're, they're, that's their effort to set your expectations. You're only allowed to use this program 12 hours a day. It's like, wait, that's like 26 sections down in the yeah. thing, you know? Oh yeah. All that kind of crazy shit. Hilarious. Man. You know, I mean, it's, it, uh, yeah, that stuff really bothers me. It's out there. I know. But the crazy thing is that they're doing it. If only so because they can get away with it. It's sort of, no, it's, it's the, people put things into agreements that they know would never hold up in, in a court of law. You know what I mean? But they're just like, oh, we'll put it in. And if somebody fights us about it later, well, you know, we'll deal with it. We'll, you know, we'll cross yeah. that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. It's just, it's just slimy. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel yeah. like it's disingenuous. I, I can, I concur. I would agree with that. And, and I guess you're overall, and, and I'm a big, and I buy my Photoshop and I buy my flash and whatever it is. But sure. like, you know, it, if it's a thousand dollars that I have to spend to upgrade both of them, because if you upgrade one of them, you don't get any of the new features of the thing. It's like, then, why do you even sell them separately? You know, like, well, because you know, they, they don't, they're not the same thing. And then, and it's safe to say that there's some people who like, for example, the designer guy, you know, the designer bill from five years ago, who used the other half of Photoshop, right? You have no need for Lightroom. No, I, I understand. I don't mean like that. I, no. I mean, for a photographer, right? You know, why have the option of upgrading one without the other? If you, you are acting as if they don't work, the you're thing make, that, but you're making it sound like, like Lightroom five, or whatever, like it's crippled. It's just, we're ta- you're talking about one little feature. All of the new features of the new, the entire new raw engine won't work. It uses the old engine. For 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 export. Yes. But what else are you going to do with it? You're just going to keep stuff in, like just show stuff on the screen in Lightroom? No. Well, some people do that actually. Yeah. Okay. But you know what I'm, you know that I, I'm not talking about I, that. I guess so. I guess so. Sure. I just, I, I just think it's very interesting. And I think that if, what amazes me too is not just that it doesn't automatically work that way, which is kind of stupid to me, mm-hmm. but I searched everywhere yeah. in the documentation everywhere yeah, and nowhere did it mention it anywhere. I had to like, you know, as right. I said earlier, I found some person who wrote a blog post about it and it was like in the comments of the blog post is where I found the answer to the problem. And I was like, Oh, okay. I yeah. thought I was going crazy for a while. It's funny. Uh, I was talking you know, to somebody. You, you know when you use, you don't use Lightroom. You're an Aperture guy. No, right? I actually, I just okay. installed Lightroom three last week. Did you ever upgrade Camera Raw and the Lightroom one isn't as new? And it says the version of Camera Raw in Photoshop is newer than the one in Lightroom. Would you like to render it in Photoshop or render it in Lightroom? I feel like I seen, I saw that. You've seen this Lightroom dialogue too. before. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You'd think that at least it would do that and say. Hey, you're trying to put this into CS4, which right. doesn't have the things to do it. Would you like to render it with that Lightroom? That does seem like an oversight. It's that kind of stuff. That's just kind of like, and you can't tell me that this didn't come up at all in testing. Yeah, you know, I just, it just, it just weird. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, I was just, uh, I was kind of thinking about changing the subject 
for a second. Um, although, well, we got a good ten minutes to go. <laughs> um, we, were, we were just talking about. Um, well, I was talking to my friend about this, and uh, but I can't remember what the hell it was. You have a friend? I have one or two. Yeah. Um, shit. What were we? What, what were we just talking about a second ago? We were talking about Lightroom and moving stuff over to the other one. Uh, uh, what were we talking about before that? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, if I can, if I remember it, I'll, I'll mention it. It was again. something not that important. It wasn't that. Yeah, it was more of a very you know here's here's a minor here's, tangent. Going back to your comment that you know, hey, oh, it, what I Go remembered ahead. what it was. Go ahead. We're talking about how comments. Yes. On blogs yep. and other websites. Have more information than the blog post. Are the real times. internet. Yeah, they are. However, I am a firm believer that the whole web 2.0 thing is massively overblown. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even know what that even is. Because most of that web information 2. is 0. crap. Yeah, it's retarded. So so I guess that, that sort of sits on both sides. I don't know where to differentiate between those two things, though. Yeah. It's true, though, on specific things like... Oh, it's an article about this particular piece of software and this particular feature. Yes. Interesting stuff in the comments. Hmm. General stuff about, you know, Apple or Microsoft and you get crap in the comments. It's true. You know, but, you know, going back to your comment about how the people at Adobe, oh, well, one engineer does this, one engineer does that, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. I think that the the problem I have with that way of thinking and it's and your point that is that. You know, maybe the person who would have fixed it doesn't get to make the decision of what gets fixed and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just feel like that can be used, going back to a Nazi analogy, like, oh, well, you just know. Just following orders. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like at a certain point, it's like, okay, well, that just completely dilutes anybody's, you know what I'm saying? I do. And, and it's funny. Uh, I used to joke. Um, so I worked in Apple retail, right? Yeah, sure. Um And amongst my closer friends it was really i now i've never i've never personally served in any sort of military service yeah. but i'm related to and have some solid relationships with folks who have and hearing conversations between folks who've served in the military are not all that unlike some conversations from people who worked for apple retail <laughs> uh it's just there's just, and it, and, it, and i thought about it i sure. spent a minute thinking about it for a, for a moment and there's these really weird the, the the chain of command is extremely um prominent it's an it's a very you know key aspect of of how apple works yes. especially in retail um and it just it, it's funny because i think it it's really analogous to again my perception of what it must be like to be in the military you know as an as i'm obviously speaking as an observer not as a participant um and it, that's you know going back to the whole Nazi, sure. the, you know the the, and that's another tricky thing. Not, you know we 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 use the word Nazi so casually these days, yeah. but because uh, it was a combination of a political thing, yep. and then there's a military thing, sure. and then there's land involved. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just weird how the parallels. You know what? There, it's a good example on many things, just because it's so extreme that it kind of puts a good light on certain things. What's that? the Nazi example. And this isn't, this isn't like Godwin's law where, you know, every conversation on the internet is uh, always approaches somebody bringing up Nazis. 
You know, you ever hear that? That sounds familiar. I've, I've, it's funny. Nazis uh, seem to be trending lately because uh, I've heard a number of people <laughs> rant on Twitter. Yeah, well, not on Twitter. Hashtag Nazi. Just on the crap that I. Yeah, <laughs> we should we should look that up and see what it is. Hashtag Nazi. Um, <laughs> I wonder if that gets filtered. But no, the the the, the one thing that um, that people are talking about, I, I guess, with this whole Arizona thing. And um, some of the laws that are, you know, proposed in California as far sure. as being able to pull people over and racial profiling and blah, blah. Um, th- there's talk that at the end of the day, uh, and what's that guy? The guy, the political talk show guy who cries all the time? Glenn Beck. That guy. Um, he he also apparently is a, a – oh, I, I, think, I think this – I saw something on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. And he was talking about the, the, the misusage – of of the Nazi analogy, oh yeah, um, or maybe it was cold. Well, it's, it's it's the whole like fascist communist thing. It's just like guys, these are completely <sighs> different things on completely opposite sides of the yeah, spectrum. Yeah, and it kind of it kind of makes me feel a little nervous. Well, that that goes back to what I said last time when it was that people need to be educated before they actually start spouting opinions. Yeah, but they're not gonna see this. Is, see, I, okay, well, if, I, if I, I agree true, with you, then... and I'm already like a step ahead of you, knowing that that's not going to happen. And right. now I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta move. <laughs> to, but, but to where? Right? Isn't that a? Isn't this? Isn't this a common problem? No, I guess so. I think. And, I mean, even if you go to some place, let's say you move to Italy, no, I, where no. it's it's much more homogenous society. I'm not moving to Italy, right? Just as an example. All right, fine. Very, you know, much more homogenous place. It's good Almost cheese too. everywhere in the world is more homogenous than the U.S. Well, yeah, by definition. Yes. What about Japan? Right. Japan those, is those like ninety-eight percent Japanese. Didn't let anybody in for oh. like a thousand years. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I'll tell you, they have their own set of problems. All these in, places. Indeed. Indeed. You know? um, I don't know. It's it's it's. You know, going back to the contract thing, it's like I think people. People have a social contract with their society that says, if I'm going to have an opinion, I need to know something about stuff. You know, I need to have some facts. It, I feel like it should be because otherwise nobody's opinions means anything, which goes yeah. back to our initial discussion about before we started on, you know, shouldn't people who actually know more be better off than people who don't? Yeah. But Apparently, it doesn't matter. No. So, in what in that case, why learn stuff? It's a good question. I don't think it's in a, it's actually less and less necessary now. Frustrating, from yeah. as from the point of view of people like you and I who are interested in knowing stuff. Yeah, it's, it's more saddening for me. I, I I've it's actually sad. I'm I'm less. But is that just us being old fuddy duddies? And... It could be. It could be. I don't. I, I don't know, man. I just I'm, I'm thinking about. I saw an interview with Spielberg today, and he was saying that you know he can't watch movies that are all that split second cuts. Yeah. He says, but his kids have no problem with it. No, of course. So he's just like, is that because people in that generation are used to sucking down information at that big of a pipe? That's it's, it's, it's basically, I think it's safe to say that that's, that's a style thing. You know, that that's the same thing. Like if we had to think back to stuff that was in style when we were kids, sure. Um, TV, whatever cartoons, you know, like cartoon violence. You were a kid once. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I, you know, I, I guess it's just, yeah, shit, people change, man. People are evolving. And what's, what's, have you seen that film, uh, the Mike Judge film, Idiocracy? No. Um, I can't say it's a fantastic piece of cinema, but, uh, it had some pretty interesting points of view. And in particular, 
uh, well, this is a little fun thing. I'll, I'll speak to another moment of, of the film that made the film for me. Uh, not unlike my diehard reference last, last time. Sure. Um, it, in this particular case, I believe it was the opening sequence. Uh, I don't think there were credits rolling. Uh, they basically opened the film with, um, I want to say it's a split screen. Um, so we see two couples on either sides of the screen. Um, uh, the the I guess the, the intellectual couple, and then for lack of a better term, the the white trash couple, okay, uh, or the the smart ones and the dumb ones. I sure. don't care what what you want to label them, and we, we you know we get little glimpses of of their of their lives and the way they 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 break it down into this cute little visual visual mechanism where we we, we you know we're, we. The, the smart people are sitting on a couch next to each other talking to the camera, you know, like an interview style. Right. Whereas the dumb people are more being filmed a la reality television style. Okay. Um, so, you know, there's still some looking at the screen or they're aware of the camera, but they're so crazy that they don't care and they're just doing their thing. And then they and then they split the split screens in half. So I guess you're, we're in quarters. And I, I haven't seen it in so long, so I could be way off here. But the point is they do this cute little family tree style thing. So, you know, they start in the upper left-hand corner of the panel, uh, and then there's, you know, two little circles, the male and the female. Right. Uh, and then on the smart people side, it's just the two. And they're like, okay, well, we want to have children, but we're going to wait until the right time and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she's talking about that. And then meanwhile, on the right-hand side, they have children, and then boom, boom, and then they have children. And then all of a sudden... They're grandparents. The, well, yeah, all of a sudden, the, the family tree becomes this crazy crisscrossed, you know, yeah. huge mess Whereas the one left, not to spoil the the, the gag for you, but um, her 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 partner dies or something like that. Sure. And you know she's like waited so long for this thing, and they're just about to get started, and then he dies, and then that whole thing goes away. And then so the point of the film is that this is what the world has become because don't people have more babies. Exactly. Sure. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a cynical point of view, but. Uh, I can't really, I can't really disagree with it. I can't say it's, it's funny. Wrong. I mean, I think what this all comes down to mm-hmm. is the fact that you don't disagree with me about most of this stuff. Yeah, you just don't feel like anything can be done about it. So why bother? It's sort of, it's sort of like a, it's, it's a very Zen thing that it's like you start realizing that a lot of the misery in your life is created by your own self or your own mind. Mm-hmm. Even though you're talking about me now. I'm not like I'm not judging you. I'm no, just no, no. Saying that, like, I'm not saying you're. Ju- I'm just. I'm clearing. I'm saying up for that the... that's true of everybody. Sure, right? sure. You know. No, you're but, right. But that's you, how I roll. you have choose to sort of say, well, you know what? There's nothing I can do about Adobe wanting to make more money. So whatever, or you know, whatever. Just to get back to the beginning. Right? Sure. It's a, it's it's interesting. I I don't know that I'm yet ready to become that cynical or give up. <laughs> I'm too idealistic. It's good. Uh, I think. I think it's good to be that way. I, and, and there's a part of me that wishes almost that I could be that yeah. passionate about stuff like that. You but know? I'm also frustrated because I feel like I'm slamming my head up against the wall a It's lot. true. And I think you, you definitely experience more physical discomfort, yes. you know, in a sense, than I do. And I can't say I particularly envy that. Yeah. Well, it's a good place to stop, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see you next week. Okie doke. All right.